So there you have it, the Second Amendment in the Rules for Nuns. Guns don't kill people. I do. in which I will continue reading Tipitaka Bikuni Vibanga Pakitiya. Um, we'll, today we'll read 35, 36, and 37, and probably 38. If this is your first time seeing me, you may wish to click here and start at the beginning of the Tipitaka playlist. Uh, so what we're reading, just briefly for the people who if this is your first uh, one you're seeing or hearing, for the people, some of some people are hearing this but not seeing it on podcasting apps. Um, tipitaka means three baskets. Uh, this is the first basket here behind me. That's the rules, and then then there's these books directly behind my neck. Um, that's the uh, the teachings, and then this is higher doctrine um, up to here. And then there's the early Mahayana right behind me. <clears throat> and then uh, commentaries of 6th century common era um, uh, Theravadan scholar monks to my left, which is your right. And then down here we get into later Mahayana, Vajrayana, Chan, and Zen. And finally, the little thin book written by my dad's guru. So. I'm on a mission to go full circle, and it'll take a while. It's taken us a year to get almost all the way through the third book, so I'm being optimistic about my lifespan. <clears throat> if you would like to start, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, so I was explaining, that's Tipitaka. Bikuni Vibanga means the rules for nuns, and Pakitiya means rules of expiation, so it's like the fourth tier down or third tier down rules. <clears throat> A little more serious than a wrongdoing, but not as serious as like formal meeting, and definitely not as serious as defeat. That's where you get kicked out. Um, so if you want to start at the beginning of the rules for nuns, there's a rules for nuns playlist right there. I will go ahead and start with the reading. Expiation, Pakitiya 35. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, Bada Kapilani, um, so yes, that's, that's Cora, but she's representing Bada Kapilani. I don't know why, but since her name first came up a few months ago, I have been inserting an M there, where there is not one. I've been saying Bada Kapilani. It's Bada Kapilani. I have a friend named Kapil. Um, the origin story of the Ganges River 
Ganga involves a sage, a great sage named Kapil. So this is Bada Bada B H Bada Kapilani. Okay, sorry, that was mostly for myself, but for anybody who picked up my bad habit of putting an M in her name, I apologize. Bada Kapilani. Okay, now at that time the nun Bada Kapilani had spent the rains in Saket. So right now we're toward the end of the rains. So this is still a thing that happens. It's monsoon season. There's a lot of rain for a few months in India. So there you have it. Uh, the monks and nuns would move from place to place, but when the rains came, they would stay in one place because you wouldn't want to be caught traveling when a big storm came. Makes sense, right? As she had some business to do, she sent a messenger to the nun Tulananda. Again, Tulananda here, Badakapulani is there, saying, quote, if the lady Tulananda would give me quarters, I would come to Savati. And quote, the nun Tulananda spoke thus, quote, let her come, I will give it. End quote. Now let me guess, she's not going to, right? Let's see. Then Badakapilani went from Saket to Savati. The nun, oh, what I was saying earlier is the A, I think the A at the end of words was pronounced in old Sanskrit, where in modern Hindi, which is a very, very close, closely derived from, uh, from Sanskrit, they usually drop the A at the ends of words. So at the time, he would have been King Ashoka, but today the name is Ashok, things like that. Um, uh, dhyana is uh, the ancient Sanskrit word for meditation, but here dhyana means meditation in Hindi. Okay, uh, right. The Nantumananda said, let her come, I will give it. Then Bada Kapilani went from Saket to Sabati. The nun Tulananda gave quarters to Bada Kapilani. Okay, well, so far so good. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda was very learned. She was a re repeater. Three dots, parentheses, C33, comma one, and parentheses, three dots, because the Polytech Society is the opposite of a repeater. Once they say something once, they will never say it again. They will put three dots, and uh, that's horrible. She was skilled in giving Dhamma talk. The nun Tulananda, thinking, quote, those who are said to have few wants, three dots, C33, comma one, three dots. Uh, I hope that you saw the previous episode. Uh, so, it's tragic. So, okay, I mean, this translation is tragic. Um, what happened was uh, people like Bada Kapilani because she has all these great traits. And then Tulananda talks trash, you know, talks bad about, you know, uh, indirectly saying people who are like that, they, they hint and they... You know, she's saying that they're building themselves up. They're they're faking. You know this kind of thing. So that's what Miss um, Horner at the Polytech Society chose to 
leave out in favor of parentheses and all that. Okay. <sighs> Forgive and love even the Polytech Society. Okay. Intent on hinting and, quote, angry, displeased, threw Bada Kapilani out of her quarters. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can the Lady Tulananda, angry, displeased, having given quarters to the Lady Badakapilani, throw her out? And quote, three dots, quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Tulananda, three dots, threw her out, end quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can the nun Tulananda three dots throw her out? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun, having given quarters to a nun, should, angry, displeased, throw her out or have her thrown out, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Whatever means, three dots, next episode we will do the flashback and remind us what whatever means. None means, three dots, again, next episode we'll do the flashback. A nun means another nun. Quarters means it is called fastened by a door. Having given means oneself having given. Angry, displeased means dissatisfied, the mind worsened, stubborn. Should throw out means if, having taken parentheses her and parentheses in a room, she throws her out onto the veranda, there is an offense of expiation. If, having taken her on the veranda, she throws her outside, there is an offense of expiation. If, with one effort, she makes her pass through many doors, there is an offense of expiation. Should have her thrown out means, if she commands another, there is an offense of wrongdoing. When once commanded, if she makes her pass through many doors, there is an offense of expiation. If she thinks that she is ordained when she is ordained, parentheses and, and parentheses, having given her quarters, angry, displeased, throws her out, or has her thrown out, there is an offense of expiation. If she is in doubt as to whether she is ordained, three dots. If she thinks that she is not ordained when she is ordained, three dots, offense of expiation. If she throws out or has her requisites thrown out, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Wow, what? Okay. Oh, her wife. Okay. Okay, I think that means like if she throws out the nun's belongings, possessions, uh, whatnot. If she throws out or has her thrown out from what is not a fastened door, three dots. I guess we'll never know. If she throws out or has her requisites thrown out, three dots. If she may be wrongdoing, because that was the last thing they said. It's really just a phrase. Why, why 
out. If she throws out or has one who is not ordained, thrown out from what is or from what is not fastened by a door, three dots. If she throws out or has her requisites thrown out, three dots. If she thinks that she is ordained when she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Okay, so if a nun takes in a person who's not a nun and then kicks her out in anger, it's a wrongdoing. If she's a nun, then it's an offense of expiation. Okay. Um, if she is in doubt as to whether she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that she is not ordained when she is not ordained... <sighs> there is an offense of wrongdoing. And, of course, the footnote says, uh, this should probably read no offense because they didn't think it through. Mm -hmm. There is no offense if she throws out or has one who is shameless thrown out. All right. Seems subjective, but we'll keep reading. If she throws out or has her requisites thrown out. If she throws out or has one who is mad thrown out. Oh, so if you're mad, you can probably throw people out. And if the person you're throwing out is mad, it's fine that you threw them out. Okay. All right. That's interesting. A mad person being on the other side of exceptions. If she throws out or has her requisites thrown out... If she throws out or has one who makes strife, quarrels, three dots, contention, three dots, brawls, three dots, who makes disputes in the order thrown out. If she throws out or has her requisites thrown out. If she throws out or has a pupil or one who shares a cell or one who is not proceeding fitly thrown out. If she throws out or has her requisites thrown out. If she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. All right. I mean, it's good to have a rule there, but it seems like there's a lot of room for, like, she said, she said, you know, but you threw her out. That's against the rules. Yeah, but she's shameless. She doesn't proceed by the rules. She makes quarrels. She makes strife. Oh, what's the example? Well, I was doing this bad thing, and she told me to stop doing the bad thing. That's making quarrels. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. All right. I'm sure there was a lot of fun uh, had around, circling around that rule for the past 20-something centuries. Expiation. Pakitia. 36. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatapindika's monastery. Now at that time, the nun Kandakali kept company with a householder and with a householder's son. How old was this son? Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, how can the lady Kandakali keep company, three dots, and quote, three dots? How can you, three dots? Three dots, three dots, three dots, three dots. Quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Kandakali kept company, three dots, and quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, quote, how, monks, can the nun Kandakali keep company with a householder and a householder's son? It is not, monks, 
for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, end parentheses, pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun should keep company with a householder or with a householder's son, that nun should be spoken to thus by the nuns, quote within quotes, do not, lady, keep company with a householder and with a householder's son. Let the lady desist. The order praises such detachment in a sister, end quote within quotes. But if that nun, being spoken to thus by the nuns, should persist as before, that nun should be admonished by the nuns up to the third time for giving up that parentheses course and parentheses. If she should give it up while being admonished up to the third time, that is good. If she should not give it up, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. Keeps company means keeps company unbecomingly as to body and speech. Householder means he who inhabits the house. Householder's son means he who is a son or brothers. That nun means the nun who keeps company. By the nuns means by the other nuns who see, hear, she, who he, who see, who hear. She should be told by these, quote, do not, lady, three dots. The order praises such detachment in a sister, end quote. And a second time she should be told, and a third time she should be told. If she gives it up, that is good. But if she does not give it up, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Having heard, if they do not speak, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Okay. So if the nuns see a nun uh, keeping company with a householder or a householder's son, and the nuns don't say anything, they commit a wrongdoing. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, that nun, having been pulled to the midst of the order, should be told, quote, do not, lady, three dots. The order praises such detachment in a sister, end quote. And a second time she should be told. And a third time she should be told. If she gives it up, that is good. But if she does not give it up, there is an offensive wrongdoing. That nun should be admonished, and thus monks should she be admonished. The order should be informed by an experienced, competent nun, saying, quote, Ladies, let the order listen to me, and, oh no, uh, continuing. This nun so-and-so keeps company with a householder and with a householder's son. She does not give up this course. If it seems right to the order, <clears throat> let the order admonish the nun so-and-so for giving up this course. This is the motion. Ladies, let the order listen to me. This nun so-and-so odds, end quotes. And a second time I speak forth this matter, three dots. And a third time I speak forth this matter, three dots. The nun so-and-so is admonished by the order for giving up this course. If it is pleasing, three dots. So do I understand this. 
As a result of the motion, there is an offense of wrongdoing. As a result of two proclamations, there are offenses of wrongdoing. At the end of the proclamation, there is an offense of expiation. If she thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act, parentheses and, and parentheses, does not give it up, there is an offense of expiation. If she is in doubt as to whether it is a legally valid act, three dots. If she thinks that it is not a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act, three dots, offensive expiation. If she thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If she is in doubt as to whether it is not a legally valid act, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If she thinks that it is not a legally valid act, when it is not a legally valid act, there is an offense of wrongdoing. What does that mean? <laughs> so if she's staying with, if she's keeping company with a householder and a householder's son, and then it's not a legally valid act, and she thinks it's not a legally valid act. There's an offense of wrongdoing. Okay, okay. Maybe if the other nuns do the admonishing process and they don't do it correctly, there's not enough nuns present, it's not an exper experienced competent nun, she says the wrong thing, she forgets to say the whole thing three times, she forgets to take a vote by saying if it, if it is pleasing to the order, remain silent. Maybe something like that. Something goes wrong in the legal process, right? Then uh, it's a wrongdoing. It's not an offensive expiation because she didn't get properly admonished. That's what I'm going to figure it means. There is no offense if she is not admonished, right? If she gives it up, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. How's everybody doing? Is this a little too boring? I hope not. Um, <laughs> okay, well, the dog is quiet today. That's good news. The incense is nice. This is my, uh, my mother-in-law's favorite potala incense. Okay, anyway, I'll continue. Just thought I'd interject, break up the monotony. Expiation, pakitia. 37. I committed to do two more, and that's what I'm going to do. This one's very short, so let's get to it. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, nuns walked without a weapon on Almatur, on Almstur within parentheses their own and parentheses region, parentheses when this was and parentheses agreed upon as dangerous, frightening, bad men assaulted them. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about saying, how can these nuns, three dots? Dangerous, frightening, end quote, three dots. What level of Avicii do you think the translators are gonna, never mind. Uh, quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the nuns, three dots, dangerous, frightening? I think they 
they, they went without a weapon is what they did, is what's being left out, the rule. It's like if you were going to make a rule against murder, or you know, but you forget to mention murder and replace it with three dots. Thou shalt not three dots during the daytime. You know, like it's a rule against murder, but you forgot to mention what the rule is. Polytech society, sorry. I mean, this is like my main challenge right now in my serenity is to find peace with the fact that the Polytech Society chooses to replace scripture with three dots and parentheses and things like that. I appreciate them for I'm reading because they sent me these books, so I should be more grateful. Uh, everybody, go to the website for the Polytech Society. And uh, if you can afford it, get yourself a copy of free advertising. You're welcome. Um, never mind. What, what are we doing here? The, uh, yes, it is true, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how monks can nuns three dots? Dangerous, frightening. It is not monks for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, end parentheses, pleased, three dots. This rule of training, whatever nun should walk without a weapon. Yay! Thank you for actually mentioning what the rule is about. On alms tour, within parentheses, her own, and parentheses, region, parentheses, when this is, and parentheses, agreed upon as dangerous, frightening, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. So there you have it, the Second Amendment in the Rules for Nuns. Guns don't kill people. I do. I think back then they probably meant a stick or something, but, you know, it just says a weapon, so, bazooka, whatever. Grenade, grenade launcher, machine gun, Tommy gun, whatever. It's against the rules not to carry one when you're in your own neighborhood and it's dangerous. Got that? Good. Buddha says so. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. I bet you didn't expect Lord Buddha be telling you to carry a weapon. But if you're a nun and it's a dangerous neighborhood, okay. It's against the rules not to carry a weapon. That's wild. A little bit. Ahimsa, but, you know, carry a weapon. You don't want to get attacked by bad men, right? Ahimsa only goes so far. Within parentheses, her own and parentheses region means in a region of that country in which she lives. So if you're going outside of your own region, if you're going to a different land, you're going to an unfamiliar place, don't carry a weapon, maybe? Because maybe that's offensive to those people you don't know the rules there. Maybe. We'll see. Dangerous means if on this road a place where thieves are halting is seen... A place where they are eating is seen. A place where they are resting is seen. A place where they are sitting down is seen. A place where they are lying down is seen. Frightening means if on the road people injured by thieves are seen. Parentheses people and parentheses plundered are seen. Parentheses people and parentheses beaten down are seen. Without a weapon means without a weapon. Okay. 
Should walk on alms tour means? Train says hi. Should walk on alms tour means? In a village close enough for a cock, parentheses, to walk, end parentheses, among every parentheses such, end parentheses, village, there is an offensive expiation for every half yojana in what is not a village, in a jungle, there is an offensive expiation. There is no offense if she goes with a weapon. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Maybe they're just making it, making sure that everybody's on the same page here. If she goes in a place of security that is not frightening, right? If there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. And, uh, okay, so nuns carry a weapon if you're in a dangerous neighborhood in your own country. Okay, probably just a stick or a pointy stick or something. Or pepper spray, pepper spray. There, there's the modern equivalent, at least, at least. Nunchucks, maybe. Expiation, pocket This is like the shortest rule in the history of all the rules, probably because of the Polytech Society trimming, cutting, and saying, oh, this is repeated from earlier. So we'll go ahead and read what they wrote. And in 30 seconds, we'll be all finished. Expiation, Pakitia, 38. Now at that time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, the nuns, nuns walked without a weapon on alms tour outside, parentheses, their own, end parentheses, region. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, parentheses, when this was, end parentheses, agreed upon as dangerous, frightening. Bad men, three dots, C, 37 comma one instead of within parentheses her own and parentheses within parentheses region read outside parentheses her own and parentheses region and parentheses three dots end quote three dots or no three dots quote three dots this rule of training this is lord Buddha talking buddha talking now whatever nun should walk without a weapon outside Parentheses her own and parentheses region, parentheses when this is and parentheses agreed upon as dangerous, frightening. There is an offensive expiation. End quote. All right. So you could just obviously, you know, take out the part about in within her own country and without her own country. Whatever nun should walk in a dangerous area without a weapon. There you have it. That's rules thirty-seven and thirty-eight. But why not divide it into two rules? Things were different back then, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whatever means three dots. None means three dots. Outside, parentheses, her own, end parentheses, region means setting aside that country in which she lives in another's region. Dangerous means three dots. C, 37, comma, two, three dots. If she is the first wrong. Once again, let's let, let pass away the feelings of 
anger and hatred and rage toward um, I.B. Horner and the Polytech Society. Just let them pass through and, and out and uh, find serenity once again. As I've mentioned before, if what you're after is peace, serenity, enlightenment, nirvana, switch off your phone right now, switch off your computer right now, switch off your TV right now, switch off your podcasting app right now. If you have a Zafu Zabutan like this one, or if not, find a comfortable place to sit, legs crossed, Sukhasana, Ardha Padmasana, or Padmasana if you're flexible. Hands, if you're into it, you can do the the yogi thing. Otherwise, if you're into the Zen thing, you can do universal mudra. Or the way my dad taught me when I was young is just whatever's comfortable. But keep your hands either connected or on your legs. You don't want your hands like off floating. Right? Sit it upright. You can find how it feels to lean to the left, lean to the right, and find the center. Find what it feels like to be leaning a little bit forward or to be leaning a little bit backward and find that perfect center where the spine lengthening kind of stays up on its own, almost as if you, you, were, you were being hung from your crown. And if you're of the Zen or Chan school, then keep your eyes open, either fixed on the floor at about 45 degrees in front of you or on a bamboo wall in front of you or you can close your eyes or if you're more of the yoga orientation you can look toward the tip of your nose if you're into it you can chant om or if not you can remain silent if you're blessed with a silent neighborhood then just hear the silence if it's noisy outside you're in like Delhi or Calcutta or Bangalore or somewhere like that, then I say you can put on some serene music on headphones. My uh, yoga teacher instructor says no, no headphones. But, or if you're into Chikung philosophy, then uh, just listen to the noise and experience the noise the world as it is around you. <sighs> There's no three dots, no parentheses, no polytech society. There is only this moment. Thank you all for joining me. And uh, until next time, I will go ahead and do the usual closing prayer to the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below. We send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace.